You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. That house bug was on most buildings 365, just in the windows of businesses, right? Oh, yeah. But that's it. You don't see people running around the streets with Habs gear on and yelling and stuff. It's, it's, they don't think they're going to win tonight. How about that? People say, ah, it would be nice if they won so Tampa could win at home in front of their crowd. You probably saw what John Cooper said about that. He's like, no, we're ending it in game four. They're not that positive about tonight. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Uh, good day, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. We're live. We're in the bunker. And we're ready to talk sports for the next two hours. You'll notice that there is no Moose DuPont. You just saw the wide shot if you are watching on Game Plus TV or YouTube or Facebook. The Listen Live people could not. But Moose is off for a couple of days. Can I say that he's, can I say, Darren, what he's doing? He's caddying. That's what he's doing. Uh, and, and good for him because he's got a beautiful week for it. So I'm, I can do this. I'm rolling solo here for the next uh, while. Coming up on the program today, Sportsnet Sean Reynolds, Justin Dunk from 3downnation.com, and the NLL's Devin Caney, the face of the NLL. I'm a little out of sorts. We just rolled in. We got back after the game last night from Montreal. How about those Habs, guys? How about Ex- that? Yeah, how about that? And I literally just kicked this goalie mask onto my feet. <laughs> that was, these things are heavy. But I got a lot of things to get to here in the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. And um, you know what? Why don't we jump into that, please? Director Jordan, can you hit that? The Quick 6 Show Topics, please. The Quick 6. Thank you. And you'll see what I'm talking about here. Number one, the Montreal Canadiens knock off the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 in overtime, extending the Stanley Cup final. And away we go to Tampa for Game 5. And you look at the game last night. It's part of my commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5. There's something about Josh Anderson that he's only got five goals in these Stanley Cup playoffs. It seems like he's got 20, but you know why it seems like he's got so many goals? It's because all the goals he scores are big. So you probably heard the intro to the show here where, uh, yeah, just 24 hours ago, I was in downtown Montreal where even the most ardent of Habs fans were just kind of turning out the lights, peeing on the fire of the season, going, hey, we made it this far. It's been great. But the players couldn't think that way. Dominic Ducharme couldn't think that way. And they came out and, I don't know if you'd say they laid a whooping 
on the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. I, I went and looked up the shots this morning. I've seen a few different shots. Uh, sorry, the hit totals. It was like 37-34. Tampa Bay out-hit the Montreal Canadiens. But Carey Price had his game of the series. And away we go. And there's a little bit of you, right? There's a little bit of you thinking that Montreal could come back and win this series. Um, I have written here, Montreal. I have to say this. I was just on the phone this morning with a CFL guy. And he said, how was Montreal? And I said, it was life-changing. And I want to thank Game Plus and DuPont Media and Darren for sending us out there to do those live shows Thursday, Friday. I did the live hit yesterday from out front of the Bell Center. This is what I said to my buddy, the CFL guy this morning, who, by the way, played for the Alouettes at one time. I said, they're watching us out there. And they weren't just watching us when we came out there. They've been watching for a long time. I'm not going to go into specifics specifically. Obviously, Knuckles Nylons won my good friend where we had supper Friday night to watch game three. What a gong show that was. But then I guess why you people like these, this show is these stories. So here's one. Uh, Sunday night, Chris Milo, the two-time Grey Cup champion kicker with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and Ottawa Red Blacks was watching my story and he said, you better call my dad. Are you calling my dad? Because my dad's going to be really mad if he knew that you were in Montreal and he didn't call. You didn't call. His dad's Franco, good friend of mine. Got his number in my phone, but we were busy. And anyways, I said, you know what? You're right. So I called Franco Sunday night and we were going to go to Mameso's sub restaurant on Monday. Sergio Mameso's sub restaurant. And, and Franco goes, I watch your show all the time out here on the TV. And I said, well, Franco, you should write in sometime. So they've all been watching out there in Quebec for a long time, whether it's Videotron or Rogers Cable or East Link Cable. They're all watching on Game Plus TV. So can we, can you make a little noise in Quebec? And Atlantic Canon, let us know that you're watching. Now, furthermore, how well were we treated? Mon Dieu. This flag came from a Habs souvenir store. This uh, Carey Price doll came from the Habs. Like, I literally said it on the air yesterday, and I'll say it again. When I was going on about Habs fans being annoying, they were watching. They thought it was funny. They don't care. Say ball, say ball. And now their team's alive. They believe there's going to be a miracle, and they're going to come back and win their 25th Stanley Cup. And all of a sudden, we got a series. And it was very hard to sweep, by the way, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's why there hasn't been one since the 90s. It's hard. Is there a little bit of doubt in the minds of the Tampa Bay Lightning? No. But there wasn't any doubt in the minds of the Toronto Maple Leafs either until I got to Game 6 and Game 7 and Montreal was coming back, which furthermore brings me to point two. Tampa Bay Mayor Jane Coulter. Look, we've all seen the clip, haven't we? The mayor of Tampa saying the Lightning are going to go easy on the Habs in Game 4 and bring it back here for Game 5 in Tampa. Hey, from Sean McCormick, what's he say? Downtown Toronto. Welcome back, Rod. I hope you and Darren had a great trip. No chance the Habs come back. Tampa finishes it in game five. Stamco shows up and gets it done. Spoken like a true Leaf fan. How about that? Come on, Sean. What is it? Crayez-vous? Oh, miracle? Do you believe in miracles? That's what it's going to take. Hey, 
Whether we think they're going to come back or not, which incidentally is the poll question, and I haven't tweeted it yet. Clark, I apologize. He's put it on Facebook. The daily uh, poll question for Capital Automall University Collision Center. Do you think the Montreal Canadiens can come back and win it? What is it? 73% say no. Listen, I'm sitting here adorned in Blue Blanc Rouge. I got Carey Price riding shotgun. I would have to vote no. Just based on stats and analytics. But the hockey gods showed up last night. You see what John Cooper said after the game, Tampa Bay's head coach? He lost track of how many posts they hit. Of course you believe in hockey gods and God. Because if you don't, what do you believe in? Can those hockey gods get into America, into Amelie Arena, and then come back across the border? I don't know, but it's one game at a time. The feeling that I got in Montreal on Monday was that from the fans, just the fans, it was so overwhelming to them to think that they could win four straight against the best team in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning, but that's the wrong way to look at it. You can only win one game at a time. You can only win one period at a time. That's how Dominic Ducharme and the Habs were looking at it, and lo and behold, here we go, going to Florida. But anyways, back to Mayor Jane Coulter, who just foolishly said, that the Lightning should lose game four and come back to win it on home ice. This, this is why politicians should stay out of sports. And frankly, it's why us sports people should stay out of politics. Because nobody wants to hear our opinions on the other. I don't want to hear her opinion on sports. I'm damn sure she doesn't want to know my opinion on politics. So don't put any stock into what she says or any politician when it comes to sports, Okay. Uh, what else we got, guys? Oh, Craig Smith. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, says, love seeing your posts on Instagram. Miss going to that fabulous city. Oh, Montreal's unreal. But you know what? It's very similar to Vancouver, Montreal, in that they are the two most beautiful cities in Canada. They can arm wrestle over, which is number one. But they're the two most beautiful cities in Canada. And you don't hear them telling anybody that. Have you ever noticed? Do you ever hear Montreal pounding its chest? Who has ever referred to Montreal as the center of the universe? Uh, nobody. And if they think they are, they would have reason to believe that, but they don't say it. Same thing about Vancouver. Unlike other major Canadian cities that need to tell you how wonderful and beautiful and great they are. But they'll remain nameless. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg. Hockey gods can strike at any time. Ask the crossbar I hit three times when playing at the Forks Rink in Winnipeg. Gotcha. How about that? Uh, How about John, that? Ohm. John in Winnipeg. John um, says, look at that Habs flag. I got to say, boys, it looks pretty good there. What do we think? Oh, from the resident Leafs fan. It all got quiet back there. It looks beautiful. They're Canada's team again. By the, warm up, by, by the way, the warm-up's brought to you by Ecold Electric, your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Esteban, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Ecold Electric, let's get to work. The one thing that I realized, by the way, when I say going to Montreal was life-changing is that we need to get out of the mindset of Western Canada or the rectangle because they're all following the CEBL. They're all following the CFL. And speaking of that, that's coming up here. So I'll, I'll pick it up here. 
in the quick six show topics in the warm-up. Sean Reynolds, by the way, coming up from Sportsnet Winnipeg, who's covering the Stanley Cup final. I literally fist-bumped with him yesterday. And now he's on the show today. Uh, Number three point, uh, the NBA Finals will open tonight, and you will be watching because there's no Stanley Cup playoffs to watch tonight. It's the Milwaukee Bucks at the Phoenix Suns. And by the way, I was watching ESPN this morning getting ready for the show, and they are saying Giannis Antetokounmpo probably won't play for Milwaukee. Sorry to our closed captioner for that one. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I just said Greek freak, and why is nobody calling him the Greek freak anymore? Have we decided that that is uh, ethnically insensitive? I'm going to continue to call him the Greek freak. No Greek freak for game one tonight. Phoenix home to Milwaukee. We'll be watching. Uh, It is 7 p.m. Mountain tip. From Talking Stick Arena, point four, I mentioned the CEBL. What's Shelby Gray saying there? He says, when Kucherov, can you go back? When Kucherov hit the post late in the third and Montreal killed off Weber's four minutes in the third in overtime, just know the hockey gods were on the Habs side and bound to win it. Yes! Especially in Montreal. I don't know where they were for games one, two, and three. I just didn't think they could get into America, but they didn't show up for game three in Montreal either. But the hockey gods showed up. In game four. And I'm starting to think, well, they're awake now. Are they going to be on that Habs charter to Tampa Bay? We all got to watch. Whether you think they can come back can come back or not, we're all going to be watching. Uh, so anyways, to point four, the CEBL, there was two games yesterday. Are you starting to get into this? I have been from the start. Edmonton Stingers beating the Ottawa Blackjacks 104-87. This is pro basketball, guys and girls which you can watch on CBC Gem and Twitch and Saturday afternoons on the CBC Main Network. Uh, The Hamilton Honey Badgers beat Guelph 101-89 in a battle of Southern Ontario. The Saskatchewan Rattlers are 0-4. I don't want to talk about it. Point five, Canadian Football League. Is that a cauldron? A kettle of fish? Hey, here we go. John in Winnipeg says, CFL, I have my tickets for Labor Day weekend in Regina. A lot of tickets being sold. Listen, come hell or high water, they're kicking this thing off, right? They're kicking it off. You know that. But what the hell's it going to look like by August 5th? We saw Alex Mateos officially the starting center, former number one overall draft pick of the Ottawa Red Blacks, announcing his retirement yesterday. And then, well, it's a very long list of big-name CFL players that have retired. That's, that's the one thing. But if you're the coach, it's next man up. We know that. Whoever's lining up, they're going to play, okay? <laughs> They'll grab the guy driving the milk truck if they have to. They're playing. What's the football going to look like? That's one thing, the quality. Two, if you're following some CFL players on Twitter, like a Speedy B or a Terrell Sinkfield... How long have they been in isolation? One day, two days, three at most. And they're losing their ever-loving minds. Locked up. And as a coach in Texas told me the other day, most leagues and athletes at the pro level are, are having to live this way. He goes, if you want to play football, you'll do whatever it takes to play football. 
And he goes, a year ago when you couldn't play, you'd have given a finger to have what you have right now. But as my mom would say, youth is wasted on the young. These guys, they're not, they're not prepared for isolation like this. But that, that, that's the hand they've been dealt. So I hope that the teams are providing some help for these players mental health-wise because they're going to be locked up at least until Labor Day, probably longer, let's be honest. And they're not making millions like the NFL and NHL players. So it's a tough proposition. Um, are they going to follow the rules? Once the, the one CFL guy I talked to this morning said they're going to have to have unmarked cars across the street from these dwellings of these players to make sure that they're staying locked up because they're not making much money and your mind plays tricks on you. And some have already said, is it worth it? They've said, no, it's not. I'm out. But that's what you're not seeing reported, and that's what I'm not going to go any further down that road. There is news today that I'll get to from other, uh, from other locales. Uh, and just point six, Columbus Blue Jackets goalie Mattis Kivlenix, uh being killed over the weekend. Just tragic. I just wanted to acknowledge him. Um, We've been in a situation, I've been in a situation exactly like he was and was fortunate enough to live to tell about it. He was not. So I just wanted to mention him and condolences to his family and the Columbus Blue Jackets organization. We'll be right back. Sean Reynolds will join us from Sportsnet to talk about the Stanley Cup going to Game 5 in the Montreal Vibe. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio. For Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. RP Show continues. uh, Episode number 519 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. We got some NHL commentary coming in, some CFL commentary, some Eichel stuff, and also some breaking news from the BC Lions that we'll get to here in hour one. There is no Moose DuPont. It's just me flying the ship here for three days. Uh, But from my sports talk radio days on local radio, I can handle it. Funny how life goes, eh? 24 hours ago, I'm fist pumping this guy in downtown Montreal. Now I'm back in the bunker and he's still there. Sean Reynolds joining us uh, from Sportsnet in La Belle Province. Let's bring him in. How you doing, Sean? I'm great. I, I was surprised to see where you were. I thought you were going to be going live outside my hotel or something like that. There you are back home. <laughs> Always keep them guessing. Keep them guessing, man. And uh, uh, we left and got home after the game last night. So, hey, man, spill your guts on Monday overall before, after and where we're going. Well, let's start with the game. I mean, I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was a really good one by by the Canadians. Um, I, I still think you know if you're taking a look at the deserve to win a meter, it should, was a little <laughs> bit more in Tampa's favor. Um, but I, if I'm the Canadians, I walk away from that game, and I think the biggest issue for them in this series has been these mistakes that they've been making that uh, Tampa has capitalized on. There, there was a 
um, interesting stat from Emily Kaplan that she tweeted out yesterday. I think 11 of the goals that Tampa has scored in this series have come within 10 seconds of a Canadian's turnover. Um, and you just saw that again twice last night on really, I thought, egregious errors. But I think if you're the Montreal Canadiens, the one thing that you can take a lot of uh, confidence from in that game is one, that you survived that. Uh, two, that you know what the game can look like if you can play with the lead uh three that if you can lay the body on this team you may be able to kind of wear them down but but four that the 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 game that they came with even though tampa i thought you know had the the better of the chances and and, uh more of the ice time that the canadians if they get back to that blueprint that they'd had earlier in the playoffs you can survive all that as long as you're not making too many mistakes last night they didn't make too many, just not enough. But if they can start cleaning that kind of stuff up in their game as they go on here, uh, you know, they, there's potential for them to get stronger and stronger in this series uh, and, and maybe turn some of the momentum and turn this into a series here. Uh, outside of that, I mean, you were, uh, we saw you in the streets there. Uh, what an atmosphere it is here. It's I, I've got to say this, um, you know, I've talked about it. I was asked about this earlier on about how this compares outdoors compared to the Jets run in 2018 when they had um, the whiteout street party and it doesn't compare by volume of people. The Jets fans, there were so many of them out in the streets there. It was absolutely like nothing I've seen before. But the intensity that these Canadians fans muster is like nothing I've ever seen before. I mean, they can get out there and sing ole, ole, ole for six hours at the top of their lungs and then they're still forced to go home by the riot police once they get there. They, they are <laughs> unmatched in their intensity. Uh, I'm sure you enjoyed your time and what you see, what you saw while you were in the city. Here. Oh, I, listen, Labardia said it here yesterday on this show. Pete said, nobody does hockey like Montreal. And this is a guy yeah. that's worked for the Flames for years. And it's true. Nobody can argue that. This flag just looks magnifique on my table. Yeah. Here. There's just something about it. And let me say this, Sean. You've been around all the National Hockey League. If you could say to an American randomly that wanted to go to the best hockey venue. And you can't say your own team. You can't say Jets. Because yeah. me would okay, you can't say Vegas, Rod. Okay. For me, yeah. it's Montreal. You gotta go to a game in Montreal. Would you not say that in the national not even playoffs, just overall. Well, and I can't even speak from the experience of having a full building, right? Like this is 3,500 people in that building and it is amazing in there. I can't imagine what it would be like with more than 21,000 in there. I I haven't experienced it. I haven't experienced a full building. I haven't been on the road to cover a game here. I, I can just tell you that um you know the reactions and the kind of the joy that they and, and you know what rod i've, I've thought about this because uh, in winnipeg um you know that there's there's this history in winnipeg of of heartbreak right like everything kind of ends with yeah in 1990 they go up on the oilers three games to one and and then they find a way to blow it and and so everything kind of in the history and the dna of of the jets is 2018 they look like they're on their way to winning the stanley cup and they lose to your team and an expansion team and no one's expecting it. but there's this sense in in 
the Winnipeg building that even when everything's great and they've got a great team that somehow disaster is looming around the corner, you know, with a club patting it in the hand, waiting to smack you over the head with it, right? Well, the, the history and the DNA of the Canadians organization is they just succeed time and time and time again. So in a situation like this, when they're down three games to nothing, even though this isn't an organization that's ever come down from three nothing to win a series, there's this belief that they can because so much has gone right for this organization in the past. They believe it's their destiny to succeed. And that's a really good thing to have if you're a fan because that feeling of never being out of it is what makes a great building. If, if you're one of these you know, self-defeating kind of fans that thinks, well, something's going to go wrong, then in tense moments of a game, you're kind of sitting on your hands and you're tense. Whereas in Montreal, every whistle is an excuse to party and get up and wave that flag that you have on your desk there and it's uh, they they do it right here in and I, I couldn't agree with sweet pete more it's it's the organization it's the city it's the fans it's the players everyone they do hockey right in this town uh by the way great job saying that winnipeg is right up there because the winnipeg viewers have all yeah they're all coming in you, you know how they are jason and red deer yeah. let's read a few comments yeah. here Randy. jason and red deer sure. says let's be real there was way more than 3,500 in that building last night. I don't know. What are you, the fire marshal, Jason? Don't worry about <laughs> it. it. It looked good. Uh, Jim Perry, our sales manager in Calgary, says, it's great to see the Habs compete. They may not come back, but is there any disputing that they are a good team and worthy? Tampa is stacked, and the Habs are not making it easy for them. Uh, Greg in Lloyd says, enjoyed your show from Montreal. Keep it up. Good to see Rempel and Lou filling in as well. Jeff Kibilis in Winnipeg. Rennie's the man. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you got your fa- And by the way, David Buswa watching on YouTube says, look for Jeff Molson to re-sign Mark Bergevin to another five-year contract. He doesn't deserve it. The Habs got this far with smoke and mirrors, he says. It doesn't matter, man. And actually, he says the Habs won't make the playoffs when the divisions realign. This morning, Sean, I was listening to NHL radio, and they brought up two basic bubble years for the Lightning, potentially to win the Stanley Cup. Think about that. The bubble in Edmonton last year, this weird COVID Cup this year. There's nothing they need to apologize for should they go on to win this thing. Oh, God, no. No, I mean, uh, I thought Paul Maurice for the Winnipeg Jets said it best. Like, there there was going to be no asterisk behind or beside the name of whoever won the Cup last year in the bubble. If anything, if there was an asterisk, it should have been for a team that found a way to do it in the most trying of circumstances. And anyone who kind of thinks that maybe, you know, last year was a one-off or anything like that, well, take a look at the fact that, you know, of the four teams that made it to the conference finals last year, three of those four teams were back in the semifinals this year. I mean, this is, these are teams that are battle tested and hardened. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll take a look at this. I give, I give credit to uh, the Tampa Bay lightning. And part of this will be that they didn't have Kucherov for, you know, much of the regular season and that he's, you know, I think reestablishing the fact that we're not giving him nearly as much credit as he deserves and that he should be clearly, you know, discussed as a top 10, if not top five player in the league. But Tampa, uh, I mean, I thought got into the playoffs and have shown that they are the the, the class of the league. Um, I, I'll give credit to, to the New York Islanders two years for pushing them to the limit. And I give, you know, so much of that credit to Barry Trotz. And I'd say this, the fact that Tampa was able to get past that team two years in a row with that hockey mind of Barry Trotz digging into them and all their weaknesses 
uh, and getting past his team twice. I just have all the respect in the world for Barry Trotz. I think he's a genius, the best coach in the NHL today. But I mean, John Cooper's right there with him. And I will say this, uh, the thing I find interesting about John Cooper and that team is the weaknesses that Barry Trotz's Islanders have been able to expose in that team. Other teams haven't been able to do that. And that's interesting because you could tell going into this series, the way that John Cooper uh, used his defense in this series was very much similar to what you would have witnessed um, the Vegas Golden Knights do. The Vegas Golden Knights had a lot of success against this Montreal Canadiens team. Tampa borrowed that game plan and kept parts of their own game plan and have used it to great success. I haven't seen other teams take what the Islanders did to the Tampa Bay Lightning and use it against them. It's interesting that you would point out Trotsy and the great job that he's done. And kudos to you for doing that. Because I heard a saying years ago that players win and coaches lose. I.e., when the team wins, the players get all the credit. When the team loses, the coaches take all the blame. And I'm watching the game last night. With the Lightning, just zoom, zoom, letting their guys go. The, you know, the, It was the players that didn't pick their guys up, not John Cooper. Like for one night, and let's not forget about the posts at the other end that they hit. Didn't Cooper say after the game, I lost count of how many posts we hit? Like, yeah. So I guess the question to you, for me, Sean, is do you think Montreal could come back? I mean, in these playoffs, anything's happened, right? At least we're all going to be watching. <laughs> do you think there's a chance? Uh, there's a chance. I don't think it's a, a huge chance. Um, I, I do think that uh, if the Canadians can go down and win this next one, and I'd said that, if they can win one, I think they can win two, right? Tampa does not look like a team to me that you are going to... I mean, in order to win a bunch of games in a row against another team, you either need to figure out something that works entirely against them, and the Canadians didn't, like I said, deserve to win a meter last night, uh, still pointed to towards the Tampa Bay Lightning. So just by, by by that virtue, you know, if you replayed that game three more times, Tampa's winning one, if not two, if not three of those games, in my mind. Um, the Canadians, though, I, I, I what I loved about what they did is like the punishment that they doled out on Braden Point. I thought Braden Point started that game and looked like he was going to take that game over, which we've seen him do. And he's that kind of player who shows up in the playoffs and, and with an intent to go and win a game for his team. He looked like he was going to do that. And I thought Shea Weber bent Braden Point's will last night. And I've never really seen that done before. And the way that they were leaning on those players, I do think if the Canadians can squeeze another one out here down in Tampa, um, that they may have the potential to wear on this Tampa team. And that's what they did. And that one thing that I did notice about you saw it in their series against Toronto, they kind of figured Toronto out and then they slowly started playing that series on their terms. They played the entire jet series on their terms. Uh, and again, they started out Vegas was the better team to start out that series. And mm -hmm. by the end of it, it was clear. The Canadians were the better team. The longer this goes, the better it is for the Canadians. So to me, this next game is absolutely critical because, because if the Canadians can kind of put out their game plan, their blueprints, and, and have success, then at that point, I think it starts to get a little bit nerve-wracking for Tampa because when Montreal gets on a roll, we've seen them, uh, they, they do well, and when they fall into their system, uh, they can really stick to that system. We just really haven't seen them get fully to that system and credit Tampa for doing or for keeping them from getting there because their speed, I mean, you watch it, it is 
absolutely astounding. It was the same thing in the bubble when I covered it last year. Same thing this year. That team is uh, they're the they're called the Lightning for a reason. They they have perfect symmetry with their name. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think the Leafs got nervous until game six, and look how that turned out. Just a last one here. Andrew Stute says if they win tomorrow, it's the Caster jinx. He's talking about the mayor of Tampa, Jane Caster. Was there any talk yeah. in your circles of what she, what she said? What do you think of that? Well, I mean, come on. I, well, here's someone who clearly doesn't understand sports, right? Like this is one of those things where if John Cooper and the Tampa Bay Lightning were off camera and she was talking like that, they'd be given the old like, stop it right now. You know what I mean? Like what a terrible, terrible thing to say. I mean, I get it. There's this level of arrogance. And I guess when you're the Stanley Cup, cha- the defending Stanley Cup champs, you get confidence. And when you're up three, nothing, you get confidence. But you never, ever, ever want to give up a chance to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, and, and hey, I get it. The, 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 the Tampa Bay fans didn't get to see them win it last year, um, but lots of teams never see their team win it on home ice. The T- Tampa Bay Lightning could have become only the second team ever to win a Stanley Cup on Montreal Canadian ice. I mean, that's that's astounding. That's one of the most amazing stats I've heard before with the success that organization has had, the fact that only one team, the 89 Calgary Flames, has been able to beat the Montreal Canadiens on home ice in the playoffs. That's absolutely astounding. I would have taken that stat, uh, but clearly uh, Tampa is feeling the swag right now. They're, uh, they're the NHL champs. They're the NFL champs. Everything seems to be coming up uh, Tampa. So they, they wanted to have it their way and eat their cake too kind of thing. Uh, but careful what you wish for. I'm sure Tampa was not happy, or I'm sure the Tampa Bay Lightning weren't happy with those comments and definitely are not subscribing to them. Yeah, champa, as they like to say. But I say that's why yeah. politicians should stay out of sports, and guys like you and me, Sean, should probably stay out of politics, and everybody's happy. Listen, uh, Just, great scene. Neither of us ever listened to that, though. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I, that's the problem. <laughs> How'd you get that flow under that hat, by the way? Because you got a lot of hair going on. How did you get that under that hat? I know. I know it's it's like a twenty minute process. You know, you got to tamp it down, wet it, and shape it. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, I look like a normal human being right now. It's great. Appreciate the time, brother. Enjoy the rest of the series. Always good seeing you. Anytime, Rod. It was really great to see you. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet, normally Winnipeg, uh, currently in La Belle Province. We'll be back with uh, viewer takeover. I want all your comments. Fire them up now. 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile text line. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer. Again, 306-840-8777. The number's on the screen. Write it down. And a sports update after this. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. It's a fun time, although it's been fun all morning. I said you uh, hit us up on the text line, and people have. Jim Wagner writes in, says, good morning, Team RP. Welcome home, gentlemen. Someone needs to get Labardius to pick some lottery numbers because he totally nailed the game last night. He called it a Habs and OT. 
Enjoy the day, all. Thank you, Jim, for stepping up. Uh, by the way, I watched part of the show yesterday from Montreal, hour one before I came on. And I got to say this, if I may. The show's got my name on it, but it's a really big crew around here. It's a really big crew in Toronto at Game Plus. And I just thought, I'm watching it on my phone, and I'm like, this is just so awesome of a show to sit and watch Rempel and Lou talk about Game 4 of the Stanley Cup. Nobody else is doing that on daytime television in Canada, talking sports, reviewing last night's games, previewing tonight's games. It's just so awesome. So sometimes it's nice to get on the other side of the camera, you know, and appreciate what we got going on here every day. There are some great comments here. Uh, um, Claude Taylorfer watching on YouTube says, Rod showing Habs colors. I take my jerk comment back for now. Come on, we're just having fun. You have to understand when my team is the Vegas Golden Knights, they're never very far from my heart. No matter who they're playing, they're going to be repped here. But this Montreal stuff, I'm telling you, it just looks really good. And I just said to Clark in the break, I said, you don't understand, Clark. I just learned how many people in Quebec are watching our show, Habs fans, every day. We didn't, I didn't even know until I got out there. We, we got to give Quebec some love. Just not when they're playing the um, Vegas Golden Knights. We'll get to more of your comments in a moment, but... To the sports update, we all got the hockey down. We know what's going on there. So baseball, Brandon Lowe hit his first career grand slam in the second inning, and the Tampa Bay Rays rallied with two runs in the ninth to beat Cleveland 9-8. Wander Franco tied the game in the ninth with an RBI single, and Yandy Diaz ended it with a bases-loaded grounder to second. The Dodgers' nine-game win streak is over after Jorge Alfaro hit a tie-breaking homer in the eighth to send the Miami Marlins past L.A. 5-4. Pete Alonso broke a seventh-inning tie with a two-run double off all-star Brandon Woodruff and the New York Mets beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-2 Monday in a matchup of NL division leaders. Shohei Otani plans to pitch and hit in his first all-star game next week. That's according to L.A. Angels skipper Joe Madden. Otani's manager has spoken with AL manager Kevin Cash and given his encouragement to showcase the Japanese sensation's two-way skills at Coors Field next week. Madden says Otani wants to play both ways, and Cash is on board with it. The current Tampa Bay manager just hasn't figured out when Otani will pitch, and Otani will become the first player in Major League Baseball history to be selected for an all-star game as both a hitter and a pitcher. How about that, Clark? How about that? Game one of the NBA Finals between the Suns and Bucks goes tonight in Phoenix which hasn't hosted a finals game since Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls completed their first three-peat in 1993 against Charles Barkley's Suns. Giannis Antetokounmpo's status is doubtful, with Milwaukee coach Mike Budenholzer saying he had no update on the injured superstar's knee. The Bucks won their only, only title in 1971 when they were led by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We are not just Canada's daytime sports talk show, but I also feel like we are, um, you know, who else is giving you CFL coverage this time of day? So as I look at some of these comments here, Claude in Nova Scotia says, I love this show. I can't imagine my day without it. Claude, we couldn't imagine a day without you. But it doesn't, 
take much. You know, we go to Montreal and they, they, they showered us with love. I'm not joking. Gifts galore. That the hotel, they treated us like absolute kings. Why would we not reciprocate that? Um, from Jeff in Calgary, the Stamps fan. Rod, would you consider doing your show live from the greatest outdoor show on earth next week? Well, hey now, that's the Calgary Stampede you're talking about. Of course, we were actually supposed to go there for a golf tournament. Uh, when was that, Moose? I know you're watching right now. Golf tournament was supposed to be this week in Calgary, and they canceled it. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says, Rod, I know it's been over 500 shows, but with the RP show going live from Montreal, I believe the show has just brought through to superstardom. The best there is for sure in Canada and soon North America and beyond. Love you guys. Love you too, Jack. But that's the point. Daytime sports talk. How did it not exist in Canada until now? It's amazing. And I just happen to be a small part of it. And rolling into Montreal to do two live shows, doing the live hit yesterday was just amazing. And they, they were really, really nice to us out there. I see the CFL come. As I saw somebody just tweeting, you know, what's going on with LJ McRae. Here's the thing with the CFL. It's a little like the NHL in a way. They only want you to see the games in the NHL. Like when I say how nice everybody was to us, one of my boys ran into Kerry Price in the elevator. He talked to Kerry. What life's like being locked up for the last year and a half in the hotel, okay? You didn't know that. These CFL players are clawing at the walls already, and they've only been in for a couple of days. LJ McRae, I've been told, starting corner for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, has retired. The team doesn't want to say it. That's the story I got. I heard the same thing for Ellie Boca, the former Arizona Cardinals defensive back that is under contract with Saskatchewan, that he's retiring. I've seen reports otherwise, so... Can you imagine trying to coach this gong show right now? As I said earlier on in the uh, warm-up, my God, I'm just, I'll stick to NHL coverage or whatever else until they get going because it's, it's tenuous. It's tenuous. We're just getting going here uh, in this viewer takeover, so we'll be right back with more. By the way, next hour, uh, Justin Dunk of Three Down, he'll have thoughts on this. And Devin Caney, she's the face of the NLL. She, she'll be with us too. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. And that's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is the RP Show rolling on a Tuesday, Canada's daytime sports talk show. And I just, I couldn't be happier for a lot of reasons. Uh, John Schmeiser's watching in Kansas City. He says, damn, that Habs flag looks great on your desk. Doesn't it? And I got some Habs gear at home that I was going to wear today. I'll pull it out if this thing goes... Six or seven, but for now I'm wearing uh, the gear of God's team, the Regina Pats Hockey Club, which historians will know had a long affiliation with the Montreal Canadiens going back in the 1950s and 60s. 
Pats used to have a Habs logo on their sleeve. And speaking of that, I said to all the folks in Quebec that I ran into that said, if you watch the show, would you write us? I didn't even know you guys were watching us out here. So Tim from the 514 writes in and says, Tim Cappers is named Rod with the city of Montreal pulling out as a World Cup 2026 host. Do you think the Grey Cup will return sooner than originally stated of 2028? This is from Tim in Montreal. I absolutely do. We're talking about something, however, Tim, that is four or six years away. This is what I think. It's going to depend on if Randy Ambrosi is still in charge. It's going to depend, by then, the commissioner of the CFL. It's going to depend on if these owners and the commissioner feel they need to give the Alouettes owners a favor. Gary Stern and Sid Spiegel. But Montreal is one of the greatest cities, as you clearly know, to host a Grey Cup. you got the venue. You've got you know, a lot better weather than on the prairies. But that's a little more of a Montreal problem than a CFL problem. Everybody wants to be in the queue to host the Grey Cup. We got screwed out of one. I'm still not sure there's going to be two. You know, there's going to be one this year based on all these factors. So do I think they would move them up in the queue potentially? But there's a lot more factors than most people know. Chris Bird is watching in Toronto, and he says, so last week I hear the TD place in Ottawa likely needs to demolish and rebuild the north side stands. This would affect the Red Blacks in the 67s. The hockey team has options. Where do the Red Blacks play? Uh, well, temporarily you could play at Carleton, obviously, but listen, I, I read the report. They're recommending that eventually the north side stands need to be replaced. They're not saying that they're going to be condemned. They're not. They just did a reno in 2013. So I knew that that would stir everybody up. But they're fine in Ottawa, I believe, for several years to come. They're not saying that these are condemned. Steve Bernard is watching on YouTube. He says, if they can beat Tampa Bay, we're back to Montreal. (laughs) He says, if they can beat Tampa four straight, that would be quite an achievement. Having said that, don't assume that they'll win the series if they manage to win the next two. Well, momentum is a thing. There's no doubt momentum is a huge thing. But you can only win one game at a time. You guys understand that, right? Let's not talk about six and seven. Let's talk about game five. When are people going to realize this? There's some really good comments on the uh, on the Stanley Cup final here. Bear with me. Zach Nelson's watching in Calgary, and he says, breaking news. ESPN has removed Rachel Nichols as a sideline reporter for the NBA Finals, replacing her with Malika Andrews. Oh, no. What did she do, Zach? Tell us, are they canceling her? Or is she? Is this a health issue? Oh, an audio leak, Clark, tells me of her saying something. Well, it happens to the best of them. Um, Jeff, what, what are we doing for time here, boys? Okay, 20 seconds left. Okay, we're going we're gonna to get out of here and come back in hour two with Justin Dunk of three down to cover all of these things. And Devin Caney from the NLL. She's the face of the league. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Back right after this break.
For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.